1: Even still, if a betting man was I, I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life soaking wet but do not fret Chin up my friend, a little bit of rain is not how this thing ends, but sometimes we forget So if you understand, let me see those hands Cause everybody needs a little hope Welcome to
0: Hope! program that offers hope to the struggling, hope for the depressed, and hope for the oppressed. Now here are your hosts, Tommy Wilson, Bobby Capps, and
2: Wesley Jackson. Well good morning everyone, we welcome you to our show Hope. I'm Tommy Wilson, I'm here with two of the good guys, Bobby Caps and Wesley Jackson. Here we're live at the Talk Radio Station down with our friend Phil Womack, uh, right here in downtown Corinth. The most beautiful downtown in our state and around our area so we love where we live and excited about to get to do this show every morning it's raining on and off uh, i it was it may rain the rest of the day bobby i don't know but you've got plans
3: uh, rain or shine the beach is still fine <laughs> Yeah, so just came up with
2: that, by yeah. Day. Bobby week. is headed uh, out sometime today, so we all wish we was going with him. He don't he don't invite us. He just says, "I'm leaving. I'll see y'all next week."
1: Well, he sees me four days a week, so I don't. Yeah. Uh, don't that's that's plenty. Uh,
2: maybe the reason he has to leave town. Yeah, <laughs> yes, but uh, always excited about doing the show. Today's a little more exciting, Bobby. We got a special guest. We've got my wife Maria Wilson with us. Uh, And uh, owner of Wilco Real Estate Group Sponsor of her show Uh, And uh, just uh, me and her has been together 28 years now She probably needs to get away every once in a while, Bobby Um, But I'm I'm excited about this show I want to give you a verse uh, I read this week Uh, Listen to this out of Proverbs 23 Don't let your heart envy sinners Instead, always fear the Lord The very next verse says, for then you will have a future and your hope will not fade. Mm. Your hope will not fade. And uh, our show's hope, our hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm a faith guy. Everything that I do is driven by my faith. And that's where my hope lays, Bobby. And for uh, the last 24 years now, Tuesday was uh, May the 24th and uh, it uh, it carried me back for 24 years that, uh, that I gave my life to Christ and begged Him to save my soul and to change my life. And uh, all that hope really goes into that commitment that day, Bobby. Yes, sir. And,
3: and you know, it's like, uh, don't forget the first part of that verse, which is really powerful. I mean, you know, our eyes uh, get on things that don't matter and they're going to fade away. Uh, and it stills our heart, you know, and our heart was uh, made uh, to be fixed on Jesus uh, on his work for us on the glorious life of, of Godliness and and uh, the just the wonder of love and holiness and boy We need some love in our neighborhood uh, after uh, that horrible shooting which was just almost like the whole Sandy Hook all over again and and uh, so I uh, we, we, uh, we are filled with hope, but our hope is not that we can get our act together. Our hope is not that, you know, somebody's going to pass some law somewhere that's going to make everybody quit being crazy, you know. Our hope's in Christ, and it's our hearts that are in trouble. Um, it's not anything else. And so uh, my prayer is that the hearts of God's people— uh, will be wakened up and that we'll begin to love each other in front of our community uh, and uh, that that'll make a big change and but Tommy you and Marie are here today and and uh, you've come uh, uh, as a couple uh, that God saved uh, twenty four years ago uh, and uh, and what I we're gonna spend our time talking about today is kind of the journey you know yeah. and uh, what is what does that look like <laughs> to go from a you know
2: yeah well it actually started 28 years ago bobby in uh october of 94. <laughs> uh and i walked into a restaurant she was working at in Boonville. i was a local bookie and i just slid into the back door because i had a five gallon bucket and i had my beer in it and it needed ice and I was driving a brand-new Volvo that my friend had, and I just walked in the door, and there stood this beautiful, good-looking girl that caught my eye. And uh, I wanted ice on my uh, bucket, and I was just gonna leave. And she, she got to talking to me and said, well, I know your little brother, Baby. And I said, really? She said, I've been to your house with some friends. I said, really? And I just blowed it off. A lot of people had been in my house at the time. It was a party place. And, uh, you know, we was living life as uh, what lost people does, you know, partying. I mean, life, I mean, if nothing else was important except for a party every day. And uh, so I just left. And uh, somehow we talked again that night. And, shoot, we've been together for 28 years now. And uh, it didn't start off really good. I mean, it, it, to me, it started off really good. But then, uh, you know. Yeah, you hit the jackpot. She yeah. wasn't
3: sure what she hit. <laughs> no, she had no clue.
2: <laughs> she had no clue. It's
1: always a winner and a loser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,
2: but we, uh, we connected pretty good that night. And, uh, you know, Maria, uh, for some reason, uh, we made it through that mess.
3: Yeah. Well, and there's a great story of how God, you know, God, we don't know. I, I was the same way with me and Jack, you know, love at first sight. You know, I'm bringing this girl home no matter what, you know. And um, and and the thing is that she didn't know what she was getting into. I was a messed up dude. You know, she thought I was a little bit cool. That was about it. Yeah. And um, she didn't know what she was getting into. And, and God had to really break in the middle of our mess so that he could be glorified in our marriage so that he could set us on in a ministry so that he could give us a family and a and a, and a ministry and a hope and a community and so that we could so that we could be a blessing uh to our neighbors uh, but boy there was a mess that he had to clean up before that all happened you can bet on that
2: Every, I thank Maria, uh, everybody in the community was kind of warning you about me. And the pastor, she had started going to church there, and the pastor uh, uh, warned her about me and everything else. But for some reason, uh, we made it through that. She, she was uh, 22 and uh, had Preston. Preston was about eight months old and uh so i I just really fell in love with that little boy and and just kind of uh he's easy to love that one yeah well he's 28 now and he's still easy to love yeah yeah and uh but you know i i was uh i was a dark-sided dude at the time Mm -hmm. you know I, i was involved in a lot of stuff today i'm not proud of uh but you know looking back it's it's really god's grace and mercy and and god had a purpose for something because we met in 94 and then in 96 we got married in june of 96 and uh it was me and maria and dan and joey Arthur, and we went to memphis and we just got married at the peabody and i was drunk in the bar and i was late to get into the wedding i mean they had a judge in the romeo and juliet suite i was late getting there because man dan was in the bar and uh but she married me anyway and uh you know we came home and i just went back to doing my thing and life got really hard then on maria so
3: well hey let's take a break and and then uh, when we get on the other side we'll unpack uh, how God uh, really put uh, you together and and let Uh me just say this is that if you've uh, got a husband uh, who's messed up right now and you need some hope uh, uh, this is a great story it's a story of uh, trust uh, rebuilding trust it's not an easy story of rebuilding trust that's not how it works by the way um, but it is a story where God is at work holding a marriage together, changing hearts, moving uh, both of them towards his purposes. And so, Tommy, who's our uh, sponsors? sponsors
2: our friend Daniel Arthur at Subway here, the local subways. We have three in town, two on 72 and one on Harper Road. They've got one in Ripley, Mississippi, and Walnut, Mississippi, too. Several in Tennessee and one in Alabama. But Gatlin's Pharmacy and Tishomingo. Our friends Bart and Dawn Dorn there at uh, Gatlin's Pharmacy, use them for any pharmacy needs there if you live in the Tishamingo area. Wilco Real Estate Group, uh, Maria, do you know them folks? That's my wife, my daughter works for her and she has an all-star team. Uh, they sponsor our show too for any of your real estate needs. Living Free and Crosswind Ministries, been in our neighborhoods helping folks for a long time. And our friend Nick Bain. We use Nick Bain for our our legal needs, and we encourage you to use Nick Bain, too. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. <music>
0: Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605.
2: Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson with Car and Mattress Furniture right here on Highway 72 in Car Mississippi. Spring's leaving us and summertime's coming. Memorial Day weekend kicks us off first and we'll have a blowout parking lot sale that weekend. Recliners $2.99, two-piece living room suits $4.99. All of our mattresses will be on sale. And listen, we also have over 20 inflatables for your birthday parties and your summer parties. Call the store today, 662-287-7511 to book yours today.
0: Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson.
3: Welcome back to our show, Hope. We have Tommy and Maria here today, and and uh, for those of you who listen to our show regularly, of course, you know them both, and they're famous stars here in Corinth, <laughs> Mississippi, and and um and and both in their own right. Uh, they're wonderful and brilliant and and successful and great leaders, and. And, uh, but are stars uh, that shine for a person, and his name's Jesus, and, and, um, and they use whatever it is that God has given them, whether it be their businesses or whether it be their ministry, uh, to uh, make sure that Christ is represented in our community and that he's glorified and and over the break We were Wesley was we were talking about, you know me and and uh, Jack and Tommy and Marie and, and Wesley Of course and Nicole same same right? I mean, she don't know what she's dying into when she marries this zipper head and <laughs> and 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 you know And and like Marie was telling the story about Maria tell them the story about like when you finally met this sheriff Who told you what you had really gotten into?
4: Oh, yeah um. <laughs> I mean, I had heard a whole lot of of things about TW, um, friends, and uh, even my preacher was like, you know, you need to watch it, be careful. And then when this person sat me down in the restaurant where I met TW and said, all right, I need to tell you something. And he gave me a list of things. And then it just was like, well, yep, that all makes sense now. (laughs) And that was kind of the beginning of the end of – that way of life.
3: Yeah, well, and also though there was a big betrayal there because nobody had told you know it's like we don't tell we don't tell our girls our bad side when we're trying to win them by the way oh, and for sure. um, so you know there was a big betrayal <clears throat> but then you know here's the deal God does have to bring us to that broken place uh, it seems like I mean I've never met a guy that just kind of God just saved out of the blue it seems like he always let's us let's let's our sin find us out and uh then there's this brokenness that comes and, and uh and and uh, so here's an Easter and you're saying Tommy, you know, come to church with me, you know, what there's something something missing in your heart and life and and, and Tommy, what was he preaching about that week?
2: Well, I can remember. She she come to me, we was separated after she had heard all this stuff and uh, you know, and I was myself, I I was denying all of it. I don't know what you're talking about. But she had come to me and was wanting me to get help. And uh, I was living at my barn and I was staying with my uncle Thomas, so I'm just going in and out, taking a shower or whatever. Life was pretty hard and I was hard on life. And I didn't need no help. I was like most addicts. I didn't need no help. Y'all need help. I got myself into this little hole, and i get myself out. Just leave me alone. And so she went on her way. She came back, asked me to go to church. And for, for some reason, I said yes. First Sunday you come to get me, oh Maria, I wouldn't go.
4: Right. There were some people there and some things going on. and I wasn't leaving. Yeah, you wouldn't go.
2: And so what happened? Mm-hmm. Um, you told me you left oh yeah, I'm so
4: sorry, yes, well, I was thinking the the yeah, so I left. it was me and Preston, and I just knew that I had done all I had tried, I had asked him to go to rehab or whatever, and he was like, nope, I don't have a problem, you're the only one with the problem, and um so I mean you know typical typical mm-hmm. answers, but so i when I left that Sunday that he told us he would go, and we got there, and he wouldn't um. The Lord just told me, "It's all you you you've done all you can do. You're just gonna have have to let me do it," and that was not the easiest thing to do because I'm a fixer, mm. and and my whole goal in even trying to stay with him was I had gotten married at a young age, um, and uh, Preston's dad and I stayed married long enough to have him and and it didn't work out and so my goal was to keep my family together because i didn't want another divorce mm-hmm. and but it was hard you know and i just didn't i don't know i just needed if i could just get him in church mm-hmm. that was that was my hope
2: so the following sunday was easter she come to me on wednesday night or something i was like my uncle thomas says i can remember us standing in the driveway right now and she said tommy it's easter would you please go with us and at this time I remember a day or two before that, her and Preston pulled up at my barn, and we got into it, and he, she was pulling out, and Preston was sitting on the passenger seat, and he was just waving at me. He was four years old, and uh, that kind of broke me. I started missing Preston. So when she come to me that Wednesday and said, please go to church with us, Easter, I said yes again for some reason. I, I'm not a church guy. I wasn't raised in church. I was a bookie. Uh, I didn't go to church on Wednesday, you know. Church wasn't in my vocabulary or my plan. But for some reason I went that Sunday. She picked me up and I can remember what I had on. I had a long sleeve shirt on because I had needle tracks all over my arms. Mm. My arms was really bruised up and yellow and everything else and I had I had needle tracks all over my arm and I went to church. For the first time that Sunday.
4: And I really think that one thing that helped him, when he walked in that church, you know, he didn't want to go. And you could tell he didn't want to go super nervous. But when he walked in, there were people who knew exactly who he was, the real Tommy. They hugged him, and they loved him, and they welcomed him. They didn't Mm -hmm. care that he was probably high or, you know, whatever, or what he had done to me. They were just genuinely happy that he was there and... I think that really is what helped him.
2: I remember Mark and Lane Cartwright was at the door we walked in, and Mark Cartwright hugged on me and said, Man, Wilson, I am glad you are here. And I said, I don't know why you're glad I'm here. I don't want to be here. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. what the heck am I doing? So I made my way through with Maria, and we made it through. And
3: Let, let me, let me uh, give you the Bible verse that he was acting out, and that you can remember back 24 years of the guy who put his arms around you. The Bible says in Romans 2, 4, that the kindness of God leads us to repentance. And there was something about your brokenness and that man's kindness that God had put in his heart, that he really loved you and really was glad that you were there. Then he knew that if you were going to have any hope, that you were in the place where you could find it. And and um, and the kindness of God leads us to repentance. He just keep moves the kindness of God to bring her back and ask her to go to church with you when you're being all, you know, pissy and all oh, this man. kind of stuff, right? And 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 you know, but the, but it's just you know what's going on. Well, she knows. Look, there's only one hope for this guy. God's got to get a hold of his heart, or you know, and and she loves him enough to keep. Trying to get him to Jesus, you know, and this is Mark two, right? I mean, I have a friend that's taking me to Jesus and I'm blind and kicking and and paralyzed and 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 Broken and but here's this friend that keeps trying to get me to Jesus You know, and
2: and we 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 went to church for the next several weeks Uh, Easter was sometime in April that year and finally on May the 24th 1998 24 years ago now Uh, We went to church that morning. Uh, Something just was dealing with me all week. I I was asking questions to some people, and man, I I don't know what's going on with me. Life was hard. I was at rock bottom. I tell everybody I I didn't even have a car. I had one pair of shoes, and I hated them. Uh, But I went to church that morning, and we left. And I remember this, Bobby. We went to McDonald's to eat, and we couldn't afford McDonald's at the time. We went through drive-through. And I said, Maria, I feel like I needed to talk to the preacher to that. Then and she panicked, "Oh my goodness, let's let's go back to the church right now." And I said, "No, Maria, no, let's just wait." <laughs> so that that afternoon, I can remember this too, Bobby. He preached out of John chapter one, verse twelve, mm. all to them who he gave right to become a child of God or something. That day is when I pleaded for the Lord to save my soul and change my life. I had no idea what I was getting into or what I was asking, really. I had no idea. I do remember this. The preacher said, Write this date down in your Bible, Tommy. I didn't have no Bible. I never owned a Bible. Maria went and bought me a Bible the next day. She bought me this big hardback... Promise he keepers.
4: hated that Bible, apparently, because no. he says that every time no, there's just, a big, still big old
2: hardback. Well, I just remember it. it. I remember it. No, I read it, because, but to be honest with you, it didn't make sense to me. I started yeah, reading sure. it that week, and it didn't make sense. I'll, I'll just say this. I think she bought a hardback in case she needed to hit me with it. That's what <laughs> I thought. But uh, you Well, know, there was a
4: lot of stuff, in my opinion, that that led us there, because yeah. when I met Tommy, I was extremely... Um, naive about some things of the world I mean I knew about drugs I never did them but I knew about them but um and then so when we met he pretty much like swept us off our feet you Mm -hmm. know bought new furniture did all the things and Mm so I mean money wasn't even an issue I mean all the the stories he told me where it came from you know but um and anyway that's a whole other chapter of the book but um we went from doing anything we wanted whatever and then like the last couple months we went i mean zero money and and i was just like surprised i didn't know it was just very um i think that god did all that to to humble him and me Uh, but i mean i didn't come from money so you know that wasn't a big deal but it was just i think all that worked together to get him where he was
3: amen let me read that verse out loud so for those of you who are listening but to everybody it starts with he came into his own and his own received him not but to everybody who did receive him to those who believed in his name he gave them the right to become to be the children of god who were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but were born of god and so what happened was is that god god borned him that day <laughs> and um and, 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 and I didn't understand that. And you had I, no clue what was no. going on. I mean, it's like, look, I I I think sometime about sometimes that the spiritual birth is more like, uh, you know, I uh, I've just been born, and the only thing I really know is the smell of my mother and the sound of her voice and. And and um, but I don't know anything else. I don't like know I, even I knew, that I knew, you don't even know what mother is per se. It. You know, I mean, it's just like something's happened, and 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 I'm in a new place, and and it's a place that is uh, you know warm and comfortable, and and it's when where Jesus says my sheep hear my voice and they follow me, and because they just know the voice of the master, and they and they won't follow somebody else, or it's kind of like the this, you know, how does the migratory bird know to fly south? You know what I mean? It's just kind of like I'm born into this new, this new awareness, if you will, and, and the, I'm, I'm born of God, and 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 suddenly now though. That suddenly, when I that I hear him now, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that's <laughs> well, that's the father. I better know, get to following him because was, I can hear him now. There was two I things
2: I, I almost automatically, sometime that first week, I I just knew that it was going to have to take place. Mm. I was going to be baptized there at the church, June the seventh. Mm-hmm. But then, for some earthly reason or whatever, I thought, man, I'm gonna have to get a job. I never had a job, and I thought, what's going on, man? But it was just burdening me that I had to get a job. First of all, to prove to my friends, I, mm-hmm. think. I think that was it, and to my family and stuff. And you
5: know, of course, on the my other side, on the other it. side of the break, listen. Yeah.
3: On the other side of the break, here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about what it actually takes to rebuild. To build a life, to build a life on your side, to rebuild trust on the spouse's side. And for those of you who are out there and new at this thing, and you're an addict, and you're trying to build a life, this is going to be for you. And for those of you who have a spouse who you have no clue whether or not you can trust him, and he's betrayed everything, and you're just sitting there looking at him, waiting for the next shoe to drop— We're going to be talking about that on the other side of the break. We're thankful for our sponsors, uh, every one of you, uh, and uh, we'll mention you all by name in the next segment. And uh, we're going to take a break right now. We'll be right back.
5: This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is, quite simply, what type of help? Bain and Bowen. Attorneys at Law are proud to be a part of this program.
0: At Baines and Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines and Bowen. Attorneys at Law will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Bain and Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson.
3: Welcome back to our show Hope today. And, and uh, we're celebrating uh, with uh, Tommy and Maria in uh, 24 years in the faith together. And and um and so uh we're uh, excited about that god's uh put them together 28 years ago and and uh but 24 years of it they got to walk together in the lord and um
1: well as i just sit here bobby I, I it sounds so familiar I, I i relive mine and my wife's story as i hear theirs talking and it's so encouraging because we're three, four years into this newfound journey, it's a love story, but it's a love story and a faith journey intertwined, and the love turns from being about each other about to being about God, mm. and I see that in their story, and it's so encouraging and hopeful for me because, it, you know, it just makes me excited for the next 20 years of our life and, and what the Lord holds, so a uh,
3: super encouraging story for me,
1: uh, very relatable Right one, of
3: one of the challenges that our rehab guys have, every single one of them, is that they're going home, uh, every single one that's married, is that they're going home to a wife that doesn't trust them, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and God may be doing an amazing work in their life, and there's kind of this hope, if you will, uh, that that... Well, can't you trust me? Look, look, I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah. I mean like I really God really changed my life and, 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 and so Tommy when that was playing out in y'all's journey and, and 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 one of the things that I talk about and y'all can y'all can use this as a framework to talk about it, is I say, listen, you can only do one thing. You can't you can't ask demand that your wife trusts you hope that she does it in your time, speed it up. The only thing you can do is be trustworthy. Yeah. And the, and then she has to be at some point willing to give you the gift of trust back because you broke it, not her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so tell me about like uh, when you're beginning to be, well, begin I, to build the life and you I, were talking got, about starting to work. Yeah.
2: And, I got a job and then our friends, Dan and Joey author kind of took us under their wings and, uh, Gave me a job at Subway and uh, gave me some rules. He said, here's some rules. If you don't go by these rules, I'm firing you. No gambling, no uh, alcohol or drugs, no cheating on your wife, uh, no stealing. And uh, if you break them rules, I'm firing you. But, you know, I was at work every I, – I, some days I'd probably go in two hours early and some days I'd stay two hours late. Um, but, you know, then I was speaking in churches. For some reason, it just happened pretty quick that I got to start speaking in churches. And I, Maria and Preston go with me. And we, Olivia was born in '99. Uh, so, still trying
3: happened. to find where, you know, uh, Timothy is sure. in the Bible. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. I didn't yeah. have a clue. I just knew what my life was, and yeah. that's all I could share. First time my dad come to hear me speak, he got up and left about halfway. He said, you're going to send us all to prison. <coughs> you need to shut your mouth, boy. And stuff. But, uh, you know, but then people would start patting me on the back. Man, we're proud of you. And, man, we God's doing so much in your life. And they'd look at Maria and say, Maria, I know you're proud, ain't you? You're really proud.
4: And actually, I hated him at the time yeah. not really no no but but, but fair very enough hard. so yeah. but
3: you're you're looking at a guy and, and you may like see some sort of little bit of something that God's doing but boy, it's so hard to trust it after you've been betrayed well, that's what and, yeah
4: was hard for me because he was I, I mean when he changed he changed mm-hmm. I mean there was no you didn't I did not doubt that he was he okay. was a different man. Right but me being human mm-hmm. in all the the four years that all the crap that we went through yeah it was hard for me to just put all that behind me i was like you know i forgive you i forgive you but i couldn't forget yeah and so i mean being a girl you know you think about everything i mean mm. and so i That was hard for me. I mean, it really was hard. Well,
3: listen, here's the deal. There's an interesting thing. It's like sometimes I I trust God, and I actually trust the work he's doing in your life, but I also know... You know, like, and you don't know this, maybe like uh, using this type of language, but it's like I also know that you're spiritually immature, that you're this little baby who's mm-hmm. spitting up and stumbling well, all yeah, over the place. Human. Yeah, For exactly. Sure. And sure. so, you know, I still like you <laughs> I went know,
2: from this guy carrying her to Las Vegas to this guy toting a Bible now. Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, and
2: uh-huh.
4: I think what was pivotal, but, but, but does
3: that? But even though I see that, does that equal stability in our relationship? Does it equal stability in our home? Does it equal a God that knows how to take care of his family and me and love me properly? And no, that took time. That's right. Yeah. Because we got to mature.
4: For sure. And that's something that was hard for me, but I mean, I just, I don't know. We stuck it out and... Um, a lot of people are like, how did you do it? How would you do it? A whole lot of forgiveness. Mm. A whole lot of stuffing, because you know I'm a stuffer. Um... And grace um. well
3: and, and remember what she means by grace is this that God was at work saving sure. their marriage yeah. yes. God was at work keeping their marriage together I want you to think about this when Jesus said in the great passage where the Pharisees came and asked him why how can people divorce or you know why did Moses give the writings of divorce over in the law in the Old Testament and Jesus answer was this So some of you are rushing right straight to adultery. That wasn't Jesus' answer. Here's what it was. I did it because their hearts were hard. And so here's the deal. Here's what happens. And he said, but that's not the way it should have been because I was the one who made them one. I want you to think about that. That when God makes us one, so god even says this about himself that when i begin a good work in you i'm faithful to complete it so what does that always mean i here's a hope statement for you guys that are struggling in your marriage here's a hope statement God is at work saving your marriage because God made you one and God is at work Mm -hmm. keeping you one. And so the only thing that will prevent you from being one is you resisting him Mm -hmm. and you fighting it with your own heart. Well, here's when she said grace, that immediately leapt to my heart. Oh no, God was at work saving you guys. Put keeping you together despite all the betrayal, despite all the foolishness, bes-
2: despite the immaturity. I, I, I really think I learned how to <laughs> love my wife at that yeah, time. For I, sure. I had no idea how it is. I, I came from a home that, you know, was uh, grew up in a broken home. My mom and dad got a divorce and I lived with my dad and you know, and our house was kind of a party place and I, I just had no idea. I just had no deal. But Uh, You know, once once I got into this Christian journey that that the Lord had saved me and put me in, I I wanted to love my wife. I wanted to love my kids. I wanted our home to Mm. be something different than I had growing up.
3: And little by little and remember I want to say this and emphasize it little by little God began to stabilize you he began to he began to to uh, give you the fruits of your labor and your hard work and and you were dedicated and you had a gift of leadership and God began to allow you to exercise that gift and you were faithful to do it in a godly way and you were staying with the Lord and he began to let you manage one subway and two and then twelve and and all of those things so and and he began to stabilize your family, and he brought you another child, and, and all of these things began to happen little by little as you were growing in grace and in the knowledge of your Lord Jesus.
2: Well, you know, my, our st- the story at that time was that God took a drug addict and changed him into a dad. He, mm-hmm. You know, Preston was four years old. Olivia was born in 99. Here we are living in, you know, we moved to Corinth, and then 2001, I think, we bought a home, and... Seemed like with living American dream, then I come home and tell Maria one day, I'm giving my life to the ministry. I'm going to see what God does. And okay.
3: so, on the other side of the break, yeah. <laughs> we're going yeah. on the other side of the break. We're going to talk about. Even later in life, there's still these great things, you know, and talk about, Maria, you can tell us when your heart really began to change toward the ministry and about it, and when God moved you in and you began to be a minister, uh, as opposed to, like, being married to one, you know, and um, and uh, we're just going to celebrate, you know, that <laughs> piece of the journey.
2: I'm just thankful today, Bob. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm for sure. Thankful. Psalms 40, verse 2 says, He also pulled me up out of the horrible pit, out of the miry and set my feet up. On a rock and establish my ways. Yes, there I'm just you go. telling you that's our story. And, and, and well,
3: and and the next verse says, and I can s- a, tell that to the congregation. Well, he put a new song, new in my song mouth. in my mouth. Yeah. exactly. And, and I'm will, singing will, it to the congregation. Many
2: will see it mm-hmm. and trust in it. I think that's what there. I mean. You go. We're gonna take a break. and We'll be right back.
0: Bain Bowen, Attorneys at Law, are proud to be a part of this program. At Baines & Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Baines & Bowen, Attorneys at Law, will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve. For all your legal needs, call Baines & Bowen at 662-287-1620. That's 286-1620. Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605.
2: Hey folks, it's Tommy Wilson with and Mattress Furniture right here on Highway 72 in Karim, Mississippi. Spring's leaving us and summertime's coming. Memorial Day weekend kicks us off first and we'll have a blowout parking lot sale that weekend. Recliners $2.99, two-piece living room suits $4.99. All of our mattresses will be on sale. And listen, we also have over 20 inflatables for your birthday parties and your summer parties. Call the store today, 662-287-7511 to book yours today.
3: Here's to choice, to making your voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats, cheese and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create yours today. Subway, eat fresh.
0: Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson.
3: Welcome back to our Show hope today, and we're celebrating the spiritual journey of our friends, Tommy and Maria. Uh, And just uh, the faithfulness that God has been to them to save them, uh, to put them together, to allow the difficult uh, moments uh, to be growth moments, to continue to flourish their lives and their ministries. Uh, And we had left uh, during the break at this time where, you know, Tommy... uh, God really uh, has been flourishing uh, the Living Free Ministry, which is just helping folks that are broken down. And and um, and and Tommy was like, I just can't keep managing subways and do this. And Maria, you know, I, I think I'm going to go all in on this ministry thing. I <laughs> well, mean,
2: that's two steps. 2004, I come to her, I think, and say, you know, Maria, I just really feel like the Lord has called us to help folks. And... Uh, and so I come home and tell her that uh, you know I'm I'm gonna surrender my life to the ministry. And
4: uh, you remember that? Uh, I do. <laughs> I know you didn't forget it. But, <laughs> well, we had a we kind of had a five year plan. We were gonna wait no. until Olivia. Well, that's
2: like when one. Oh, was you're late. talking about when you? Oh, yeah. yeah. First,
4: when you said you were gonna uh, surrender to the ministry, my first thought was gracious he's moving me to africa i mean you know <laughs> what in the world yes because i just wasn't sure what he meant and so yeah that was a little bit of a scary time i had a hard time in our marriage you yeah. know just because you know i don't know it was just a whole lot of change and i'm just gonna tell you when he got in church and got his life right did not make everything perfect i mean we are, mm-hmm. still, oh, we yeah. are still
6: we are immature
3: struggling oh
4: i mean literally last year was the hardest year of our marriage after he got saved because just a whole lot of things yeah Yeah.
2: but 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 let's go back to october 2013 again i'll walk in the house and say brea well i've done it i've
4: done it (laughs) and i said what have you done he said i've left subway and i was like are you kidding me that's when we had i knew that he wanted to be in the ministry full-time i knew that was his heart it's what he and Subway was just a means to pay our bills until he could do that, and so we ha- kind of had this plan when Olivia graduated. And well, he did not stick with the plan, <laughs> but
2: <laughs> thankfully he I did. did for and, a couple weeks. Yeah,
4: maybe <laughs> I don't even know if it was a week, but anyway, after we made made it, it through made that, it be <laughs> yeah, there you go. But after we made it through that, I, it's a good thing that he did listen to the Lord because yeah. it opened up a door for me to do.
6: Real, real estate, estate. and mm-hmm. real
4: estate has changed our life you know yeah, well, um good. and so i don't know I, i'm going Well glad he and, it brought
3: to, well and you know one of the things just the same thing with me and Jack when God called me into the ministry it's like oh you really you're going to leave the nuclear plant mm-hmm, as a mm-hmm. Operator well, and, and go fault. and go make minimum wage. That, are you now?
4: That was exactly. said, <laughs> so, i open a mattress store."
2: I was like, yeah. "Is this a joke? <laughs> <laughs> like, really?" Oh, really? <laughs> Again, the <laughs> first year at the mattress store, I was wondering, it <laughs> was my wife right about this? Yeah.
3: So, well, okay. So so uh let's let's fast forward. So you do, you end up making these critical things. You know, God's telling you to move and 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 to be fair, like sometimes we it causes trouble in the marriage because you know, when you've got a leadership guy, he's like, "Okay, I'll just you know come home and tell you that I did it." You know, kind of deal. And and when I did this, you know, with Jack, you know, it's like And many times, you know, that causes, you know, trouble. Listen, what we're trying to say is that the road of faith is a faith. God is faithful, not 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 us. Mm -hmm. We're blowing it all the time. But God is faithful, sure. and He's He's teaching us by the by our blowing it. He's rescuing our mistakes and and using them for our benefit, so that we learn and we keep growing. And it opened up a new uh, avenue and a new uh, work for you that you've really loved, and that, and that of course you know now provides income that Subway, uh, you know, used to provide. Mm-hmm. And and Tommy can sit over there in his yeah. store and hope yeah. that it works out <laughs> and and do ministry, you know.
2: Well, you know, i I've I heard a guy say this this week. He said sometimes you sit around and wait for clarity, mm-hmm. and the bet you you might ought to just trust. And, that, mm-hmm. and that's kind of been my motto, I guess. I've always said this. Usually, I jump in water and try to learn how to swim once mm-hmm. I get there. And enough throughout this journey, that's kind of been it is. I didn't really wait on clarity I just somewhere along the line Mm -hmm. I learned to trust and 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 my verse really is out of Philippians 419 it says that my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus that's just not physical needs that's that's my my mainly emotionally and you know Maria just shared last year was the toughest Mm -hmm. year as a family we went through Mm -hmm. and now maybe really. It was a year and a half ago, or something. I mean, we went through a hard time with some things, and then fast forward today, I mean, we got Bo Riley in the the family. Well, it's a great story. think,
3: Think about the grace of God here. We couldn't have survived that early on in our marriage. That's what I think about That's this many I times. I yes. think about this yes. many times is that had God not matured us and, and really shown us that he was faithful to us and us really began to trust and walk in that, then when the big year of trouble comes, mm-hmm. Uh, that we would not have survived as immature believers, that we wouldn't have survived as right. lost people for sure. Right. You know what I mean? And and uh, But we can say, okay, Lord, you were faithful to us and you brought us through hell year. You know what I mean? And, and uh, you brought us out on the other side and even used that year for your glory, right? And so, um, well, listen, God has uh, blessed you in every way. And I was thinking about this the other day is that, And I I want to say this as a blessing to you and as an encouragement to the listeners, and especially to you, Wes, also, is listen to this. I have really not done a single thing in my life except take the gift that God gave me and try to use it for his benefit, for his people. And you are a gifted leader and you've used your leadership to glorify God and to help people and to start rehab and to start living free, and you're an extraordinarily gifted leader, Maria, and you've used the gifts that God has given you to build a business that will care for you, and but other families also. And the thing is, is that what you've done is, is that God has gifted the both of you, and you've just acted out into those gifts. You've just been faithful to serve God using the gifts that he gave you. And I promise you, I don't have... I don't have a um, man, I wish they had a leadership gift. God gave me the gift of teaching, but guess what I've been doing since I was a young man? I've been teaching and learning and teaching and learning. And it's the only thing I actually know how to do. And so the thing is that and and Wesley, God's gifted you and you've been leaning into your gifts and you've been and, and you've been doing it. And what I mean by that is not a weird thing. Don't don't think about it that way. If God made you a hard worker, then work hard. Right. That's yeah. it you know, mm-hmm. and you guys are a blessing to us, your faith journey well, inspires us, uh, and, him, and, and, and yes. you you give somebody that's a 32-year-old drug addict hope, mm-hmm. and you give a 32-year-old wife of a drug addict hope, that you know what, if you guys will just be faithful to the Lord, mm-hmm. he's is faithful to you, yeah. and if you'll just continue to walk with Him, uh, He will put your life back together. Yes. He it will do
4: definitely it. definitely worth The hard times, even the last year, Mm -hmm. like it's worth. That's it. It's worth all. I'd do it all again, no matter what.
2: You know, and and we don't have it all figured out today. And we're not that perfect couple. And we're not. We have ups and downs, but we do know this. We love where we're at today. Mm-hmm. And God, you know, it, all, it It took 24 years to get here. Mm-hmm. And I'll say it like this. I'm grateful for the last 24 years, but I'm really excited about the next 24. Years.
3: And as the old country song says, I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. And, um, and uh, that's a good thing. Well, we're going to pray and get out
1: of
2: well, here. We, what about it? Right quick, we've got a couple minutes. We need to update with Freedom Center. We've got beds.
1: Yeah, we have beds. We, uh... We have really probably two to three spots we could fill. If, uh, if you have anybody looking to get some help that, uh, that you know that may need help or even directed to another program, we're still helping folks do that. But uh, we would love to uh, give them an interview, yeah. send them to CorinthFreedomCenter.com, have them to fill out the application or the info, and we'll get back with them. We have rooms right now available. So uh, yeah. we'd love to have anybody that's seeking help T- and tonight
2: Tonight at Living Free Ministries, we have an open meeting. It starts at 6 o'clock. Uh, we're going to have a special night tonight. Our friends from Walden Street Christian Church right down downtown Corinth is going to furnish the meal tonight, so we're excited about that. Uh, we're thankful for them, and uh, we, that, that's an open meeting for anybody. This, this uh, radio show will be on our podcast. You can go to livingfreecarinth.com sometime later today. Listen to this, or if you got somebody needs to listen to it, you can grab all of our radio shows on LivingFreeCarF Just click on the listen, and we have a podcast there. We need to pray and get out of here. We thank you for the show today, Wesley. cares out of here.
1: All right, let's pray together, Heavenly Father, Lord. We just are so grateful and in all of Your power, Lord, and Your Your amazing grace that saves us, Lord, and how it restores marriages and lives and puts families back on track Lord I'm thankful for the story that we heard today Lord that this is this is Tommy and Maria's story but it's you in that story and then how they've been faithful along the journey and trusted you Lord because you never left them or you never forsaked them and I'm thankful for that today Lord and I'm thankful that I got a just a front row seat to see that acted out in life and it encourages and, and, and drives me further and I pray that it reached others today and Lord it's all for your glory and we thank you for Jesus amen amen